Hey everyone, this is Brian Wampler with another episode of the Chasing Tone Podcast. The podcast where we talk about guitars and amps and effects as well as quite a bit of off-topic discussions because, you know, you gotta. So joining me today again is Blake Wyland. In case you don't know, he runs another podcast called The Tone Mob. On that one, he interviews a variety of artists and creators and gear, gear builders. That's never easy for me to say. And uh, so that's a great one, too. If you love podcasts, check out that podcast. But today on Chasing Tone, we discuss quite a bit of, quite a bit of off-topic things, but still sort of around guitar-related things. And we talk about how this is the last Chasing Tone of the decade. Because it's almost 2020. Let's jump in it. Episode, episode two ninety nine, Blake. Oh man! No, I'm sorry. Two, two. I'm sorry. Two eighty nine. Oh, two eighty nine. We're not. Ooh, let, me, let me back up. I was getting excited for episode three hundred, but we're not there yet. We got another twelve weeks. All right. Well, we'll or eleven weeks. We'll get there. It'll be a twenty twenty thing. We'll get there. <laughs> Which is so weird. We're as we record this, and it's going to probably come out here in a couple hours, so this won't be a, too big of a spoiler. But it's December thirtieth. Like, this is the last Chasing Tone of 2019. There will be no more Chasing Tones in 2019. It'll be done. This is the last Chasing Tone of the decade. Weird. You know? Wow. This is this is going to be just a big... What we were doing before the, the mics went hot was just, like, talking about how long it's been and, like, all of the content that has been put out over the last few years and it's like, well, we've been doing this for how many years now? Like two, how many years have we been doing this? You and me. Let me, let me, uh, let me go here and see if I can, I want to say 2015. That sounds uh, right. Episode one was June 20th, 2014. Holy crap. Wow. Almost. So five and a half years. (laughs) That is so crazy. Like I wasn't there there for the beginning, obviously, Jeez. but after a hundred is when I came in. I, I wasn't even there much for the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. That's right. I always forget about that. It was never intended to be a Brian Wampler right. thing at all. I the yeah. I, I originally for the, I think maybe the first five or ten, the idea was it was just going to be Travis and Max doing these, and I, I if there was like a nerdy question, I'd pop in every now and then and answer it. But for the most part, I'm like, I do not want this to be a Brian Wampler podcast. I just want this to be a guitar podcast. You know what I mean? And um, well, that got blown out of the water. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that got changed a little bit. I mean, it's still. I mean, it's still like it's not like we're sitting here going, everyone needs to buy an ego compressor, and that's all they need to buy. They better only buy the ego compressor and the Terraform. That's all they should. <laughs> right. But like, I mean, we obviously talk about your products a lot because you work on them every day, so that's going to co- enter the conversation. But it's been it's it's been a really weird journey for me to go from. You know, my friend Leon telling me, hey, you need to listen to this podcast, this Chasing Tone podcast. I'm like, what, what a podcast about guitars? What are they what are they going to do? And he's like, oh, it's just kind of like what we do. <laughs> just talk about nerdy stuff. I was like, OK. And I tuned in and I was immediately hooked. I'm like, oh, this is great. And then, you know, fast forward to now. It's like, well, okay, now I've been I've been co-hosting it for like two and a half years or three years or something like that. You, you've been on. Two thirds of the episode so, so far. weird, so weird. Sixty six percent, Blake. That's that's two thirds. That's way too much. For, for, 
for the math people outside, 66.6 is two-thirds of them. Well, and one of the things we were talking about, too, off the, off the air was I got a comment on YouTube the other day from a listener. Like, oh, finally checking out your videos after listening to all the Chasing Tone and all the Tone Mob episodes. <laughs> and I was like, oh, my goodness, that is more me than my wife can even handle. Like, that is, that is way too much me for anyone. But, hey, thank you. You know, you know what's going to happen at Nam. You're you're going you're going to be somewhere, and someone's going to come up, and they're going to know so much about you that that basically they they'll know more about you than your own family does. And you're like, how does this person know all this stuff? And it's because you've talked about it on some episode somewhere. Oh man, it, that has definitely happened before. Where it's like, yeah, remember when you said this? I'm like, no, I said that. Oh, why did I say that? I shouldn't have said that. Yeah, I, I don't feel that way anymore. I I, I get that a lot. You said on episode twenty, blah blah blah, and I'm like, mm, yeah, that was like six years ago, man. Yeah, I uh, I don't I don't really look at things the same way. I changed my and mind. Plus, <laughs> I'm more sober than I was back then. <laughs> right. <so. laughs> but yeah, well, this is this is probably going to be another one of those episodes, quote unquote, because Brian and I were talking about there is this is the dead zone as far as things going on in in the gear world. Yeah. No one ta- No one yeah. does anything between. Basically, between Christmas and Nam, as far as like public releases or anything like that, right. there's it's just news is dead. The, yeah, there's nothing going on really in the in the new and note noteworthy area, except for your Cooper Effect thing you're telling me about the outward uh, version. Too. Oh yeah, that just came out here. I think it's been out for maybe a month and a half. I don't know exactly how it's how long. It's been okay, out, so but it's not brand new, but it's, it's new to me. Out and new, it's newish. Yeah, it's and uh, it's good. It's, uh, I, Looks cool. We can talk about it a little bit. I, I did a, a quick demo for it. It's on YouTube and Instagram. No one watches anything of mine on YouTube because I don't have hardly any subscribers. But lots of people do on Instagram. Um, but it's a, it's a, I, it's like a time manipulation device. That's probably the best way to describe it because it samples and freezes your signal in various ways and plays it back to you in interesting ways. That's the easiest way to. To describe it so you can kind of create like reverb pads or delays or you know and and a lot of it's envelope based so you can play like a chord really hard and then play underneath of it and then that chord will just sustain forever depending on how you have the sensitivity set hmm. it's there's a there's a bunch of different modes it's really really cool i haven't explored them all yet because it's got a, a bunch of different features but it's great man it's really cool and tom I, tom's uh... amazing so Say hi to him at Nam. I'm sure he's going to be there, everybody. Yeah, Tom, if you're, if you're there, come and say hi and say, I'm the Cooper Effects guy. Because sometimes people just walk up. They're like, hey, man, good to meet you. And I'm like, good to meet you as well. And I just, like, I there was never an introduction of who they are. <laughs> well, that's, a, <laughs> you know? that's another funny thing that happens sometimes is yeah, I'm on Instagram a lot. That's my main thing. And I'll run into people in real life and they're like, hey, Blake, how's it going? I'm like, hi. And, and they're like, yeah, it's me. I'm like, I don't. I don't know who you are, and then they'll say their Instagram handle, and he'll be like, "Oh yeah, okay, now I know who you are." Like we have to- we have talked a lot, actually. <laughs> it's just right. like Artifacts Nerd Two Nineteen. That's all you had to say. Yeah, like <laughs> I, I don't know who Brad is. Like, <laughs> right? I don't know your name. <laughs> on Facebook, it's a little different, but on Instagram, it's like, yeah, I, uh, I just know your handle. So if it's a XOXO, I'm I'm gonna pedal nerd one two three. I'm that's what I know you by. Go go buy that. I used to, but before like the huge uprise in Instagram and everything, I used to uh, people would come by and say hi. And, uh, you know, I'm 
Brad Smith or whatever. And I'd be like, mm, what's your email address? And they would say, I'm like, I got gotcha. you. I know who you are now. <laughs> <laughs> it, I remember emailing you now. Yeah, yep. it's it's a it's a weird thing to try to. I don't know. It's this this digital world. It, it's amazing how how separate the digital world is sometimes. Like me, yeah. in your brain, like yeah. I know people in real life, and then I know people on the internet, and and the two don't meet until Nam, basically. <laughs> yeah. So so. Um, not to change the topic, but I, as you were talking about YouTube, and so I looked up something real quick. I'd like to ask a personal favor to everyone listening, if you're listening before 2020. So it was my goal this year to reach 100,000 subscribers before the end of the year. We have today and tomorrow to do that. <laughs> so it looks like I'm not going to hit that goal unless... Some people out there listening to this podcast decide they want to pull up YouTube, look up Wampler Pedals, and subscribe. I only need 400 more people, Oh, which in the grand scheme of things isn't that much. Okay, like, well, you just not... got a new subscriber. Oh, yes. Let me refresh. Okay, 98,601. Yep, that, Thanks, Blake. That was me. I really, I literally <laughs> did just subscribe. I did. <laughs> I do not subscribe to anybody. It's not, well, that's not true. I, I'm only subscribed to a handful of people, but I still, YouTube's so weird. I'm looking at it on my phone most of the time, and I don't, I don't ever hardly go through, like, my subscriptions. So I'm like, oh, yeah, Brian put up a new video. I'm like, let's search for Brian's new video. Like, it's, <laughs> I, I'm one of those really useless uh, YouTube viewers, so sorry. But I'm subscribed now. There you go. Well, thank you, Blake. So, yeah, that's. Trying to hit hundred thousand before before uh, the first, so we'll see. I, if it doesn't have, like, it's not that big of a deal. It's more of just a fun little goal, I guess. You know, it's not like my 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 entire self esteem will be crushed if I don't hit it. It it will but, though, a little bit. But it will. Yeah, but, but it will. But yeah, mm -hmm. but pretty much my fra my fragile ego relies solely on how many subscribers I have on YouTube. Really, so. it's fragile. I, I've always heard that the ego oh, yeah. ego compressor held up pretty good, but you know, it's, mm. <laughs> I mean, they got a good warranty the on compressor. Them. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I've always I've always heard good things about it. I didn't know realize it was fragile. It's probably not something you should it's, talk about on your podcast. It's all right. It's all right. I suppose um, it does. It does the compression. Maybe uh, I actually oh, have. Go ahead. Sorry. Good. I was going to say I was looking because I usually screenshot good questions when I come across them. And uh, I ha actually had a question. I know you and I are going to have completely different answers, but I think it's something that you and I could talk about. So I'll just read it roughly. Said, um, okay, so here's here's the question: How do you how do you actually practice guitar? I made it this far by teaching myself songs and everything, but I'm nowhere near as good as I should be for playing for nearly thirty years. By the way, uh, pause here. This is from Will Wolfinger on the Wampler Tone Group. He says, do you sit and practice scales the entire time or do you play along with songs? I'm kind of lost when it comes to practice. I'm not trying to be a shredder, eh, but that'd be nice if I could do a little bit of shredding. But I just want to be able to put together a nice sounding solo. Also, I can't focus, so there may be some ADHD involved. I hear that. Any tips on that would be appreciated. So I know you and I are completely, not one better than the other, but total opposite sides of the player spectrum. Yes, uh, you're a good player, and I'm not. 
that's what women. No, I wouldn't. No, I wouldn't. <laughs> I would not say that at all. Not at all. I. I. I mean, like you. You're uh, like when I think of Blake playing a sludgy, doomy, in-your-face punk rock sort of thing. Yeah, that or ambient, washed out kind of noodly woot. Yeah. Thing. Right, and and I'm uh, I, I would say I'm more like a blues dad who found chicken picking. Yeah, I like that chicken picking though. I do. I really do. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, you know, I and I like the I like the punk stuff, and I like the like all that sludgy type of stuff. Or if I didn't, I wouldn't make fuzzes, right? But true, I like it. It's just that when I hear others do it, I'm like, that sounds a lot better than when I do it. <laughs> I yeah, I know that feeling like big time. Like I I when I like try to play really like pretty and melodic like tapping stuff. I I said the other day, I sound like a monkey hitting the guitar with a chopstick. Like it's just like. I don't, I don't know how to do that, but you know, I can, I can, I can come up with a riff or two. I feel good about that. But as far as practicing goes, I'm actually thinking about, and I hate, I hate to say this in the, the, you know, the cliche of like, Oh, 2020 new year and a new me type of thing. But I, I was actually watching some RJ Ronquillo uh, videos and going, yeah, man, RJ's a He's such a a he's such a beast of a player, and he's put out some lessons and things. And I was like, maybe, you know, I I will say when I I never took any lessons until I'd been playing for, uh, I don't know, I'd probably been playing for like seven eight years before I ever took lessons, and the lessons were extremely helpful to get me over that hump, and I think. I think I either need to take some lessons or put some put in some real time with some, you know, online stuff and and try to get to that next level. Because what my biggest problem is, is I, I don't like theory is what's theory to me. Like, I don't like a lot of guys know every note on the fretboard. I have to, like, figure it out. I'm like, oh, what I do there? And I like go back and look, <laughs> like, look, why does that work? Yeah, what is that? I don't know what that is. Like, I, I, I just don't, I just have been playing for so long. I've locked myself into certain patterns that work and certain weird things. And so I need to, I need to improve my knowledge of the instrument. As much as I know about gear, I should know the fretboard better. And so that, that is kind of a, a, a soft goal for me for, for 2020. I want to, I want to be a not so dumb about that. So I'm, I, I really am going to put in some real practicing effort, but really for me, it's simply time with the instrument. Like I've gotten tremendously better in the last two years and it's just cause I'm playing all the time. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm constantly got a guitar in my hands. And so that as a byproduct, I've just gotten to be a better player. My fingers move better. I'm more comfortable. And that's, that's the biggest tip I can give is just spend a lot of time. And uh, if you want to know, uh, somebody that could like like reaffirm that uh, Daniel Donato was just on Tone Mob and he talked about he made me feel so much better about my playing because he talked about how he would spend 12 hours practicing. I'm like, well, the only thing I've spent 12 hours doing <laughs> is complaining. So it's like <laughs> I've spent 12 hours sleeping. Does that count? Yeah, he, he, that guy is he's a tremendous yeah. player. He's incredible. But it's and he's obviously naturally very gifted. But not it's not all just that like he's put the time in and i think that's that's the big takeaway for me yeah and with me i mean i i certainly am not going to put 12 hours of practice into playing guitar just that that's i would be burned out by that third hour for sure um but with what i do i i actually like to put i'll i'm using logic pro so i'll uh 
put like a drum track on there and I'll just riff stuff, you know, just, just come up with riffs. And if I come up with something cool, then I'll record that and I'll play something with that. And so a lot of times I'll double that part. And what that does two things. One of it, it, it makes you, it makes you get in a groove rather than just playing with a metronome. You're playing with some sort of drummer, you know? And so you're trying to actually kind of fit in this pocket, this groovy pocket. Mm -hmm. I don't mean groovy in the seventies word, but like you're trying to, you're trying to play with a groove. Yeah. And plus when you're recording it, when you're playing the same thing, that shows you like how good you, how good or how bad you are with your timing. And so like that to me, like stuff like that's one fun two really helpful for getting better because if my timing's off, then I'll re-record it until it's right, which is practice, right? But I mean, solo-wise, I mean, there's been a few. T- well, let me back up. What I've always done with solos is I'll hear a solo, and for the most part, rather than slow it down and learn each little isolated thing, I'll just play it what feels right to me. So a lot of times it's not actually right, but it's somewhere in the neighborhood of how it goes. And I'm fine with that. But there are times where I'm like, but I actually want to learn what Brad Paisley's doing here or whatever. And so then I'll slow that down and learn each little part, you know, as much as I can. But that's that's never as satisfying as taking... Uh, here's another one. I like Dave Cause. And he's not a guitar player. He's a sax player. But he's real melodic. So I like listening to his stuff and then trying to mimic some of what he's doing on a guitar just because he's, he's got a really melodic way of phrasing things. So that's, that's what I do anyways. Not that I'm some virtuoso or anything like that, but I, I guess for the most part, it, to me, it's do something that's going to make it fun at the same time and not feel like work, you know? Yeah, that's a that's kind of so, sort of something that Daniel was talking about. He was talking about like dividing up your time into like different pockets. He's like he's like don't spend all of your time doing what I need to do, which is the the theory and the dirt kind of the the stuff that that's kind of boring and like you know real above the shoulders he, he, you know headspace type stuff where you got to like really learn. And then he's like also just do some creative practicing. Which is kind of, I think that's what he called it. I hope I'm not putting words in his mouth. You guys can go listen to that episode if you want to hear his full take on it. And that's probably better than either of our takes on on learning the instrument. But it it, it was like a, a mix of, of the two. He would divide his time up into like hard theory and hard like scale practice. And then just what I kind of assumed to be just noodling around and having, a, you know, learning the things he wanted to learn. Um, so... Yeah, it's there's there's not really a, I I would say as long as you have a guitar in your hands and you're 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 doing what you've set out to do, there's not really a wrong way to go about it. You know, that's right. that's kind of you know, as long as you're happy or getting happier or in you know, getting enjoyment out of the instrument, then there's yeah, there's no wrong way. You don't have to constantly be pushing to be better if you don't want to be. You know, I'm I'm okay with where I am as a player now. I just would you know, if I'm going to be in this industry, I feel like I should know the notes on the fretboard a little better. <laughs> it's just maybe. I mean, I, I will say there's times like I'll pl- I'll place some sort of random lick and, um, you know, someone will say that's a cool Dorian lick or what I'm like. I don't I don't actually know 
what that means, but I'm just playing around a chord. Yes. And that's the note that I'm using. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's me too. <laughs> so, I mean, <laughs> I mean, I know what it means, so let me, don't get me wrong. Like, I know that's a mode, but I'm not thinking, oh, now it's time to play Mixolydian on this particular part. Never. I'm just <laughs> like, I'm just hearing something in my head. I'm like, oh, I'm going to throw this little doohickey in there. Yeah, I'm definitely that guy that like at band practice is like, oh, what'd you do there? And I'm like, well, I kind of did a, a wait to want to want want wow, you know, like, <laughs> like, like I'll just do it with my mouth. I'm like, yeah, it's kind of like that. And everyone rolls their eyes like, oh, OK. Right. Yeah. Put a little whiddly wee in there and you're good to go. Yeah, you know, and a chug a chug a womp womp, you know, like, yeah, you know what I mean, right? <laughs> then then we have to dissect it like okay go back and figure out what blake just did i don't know what i did my fingers just made some sounds i don't i'm not sure what (laughs) not sure what they are there are times where i I, i'll record licks that i'm like if i'm just noodling around i come up with something like oh that's something cool i'll just throw it on my phone oh yeah and then when i get then when i get to a point where i'm gonna sit down and you know record some music then i'll pull that up on my phone and there's been times I've done something like, that sounds cool. I have no idea what I'm doing there. <laughs> oh, yeah. All the time. All the time. But I will say I can always, if I do remember to record it with my phone, which I I can't tell you how many riffs I've lost because I forgot to record it. And I just remember, I'll, I'll, I'll remember that one. There's no way I'm going to forget that. That's way too cool. Three days later, oh, I don't remember what that was. But recording it. Uh, I can always figure it out if I do remember just to throw my phone up real quick and play it. I can I can definitely backtrack, you know, three weeks later and figure it out if I've completely forgotten it. So I think that's a really important thing. If you come up with something you really enjoy, we you're probably listening to this on a smartphone. So pull that smartphone out and get your voice recorder out. And then it, it won't sound that great, but at least you'll remember what you did. You know, t- yeah, it's that's a big one. Yep. Very true. So I just thought that was a I thought that was an interesting question to ask on the on the tone group. Yeah, I like questions like that, and I mean, less the questions like, what What is a buffer? You know, <laughs> I don't know. What is a buffer? A buffer? Yeah, is Arnold Schwarzenegger. He's buffer than me. <laughs> That's what it is. Uh, I mean, I get it. Everybody has to start somewhere. We've talked about that before, but. Uh, I like the interesting stuff. And it, it does get kind of old talking about the nerdy aspects of uh, guitar stuff. It does. I got to be honest. Som- sometimes it does. It's, it, it's, it's hard for you and you and I because we've, we've talked about so... It's, well, like we've talked about already. We've talked about it for however many hundred episodes of mostly going into the nerd stuff. And that's what I still love. It's not. I'm not hating on it. It's just like... I think we've covered most of it and I hate to beat the listeners over the head with repetition. Although we definitely do that with our love of dad shoes and uh, all that good stuff. But it's, it's, it's hard to like, it's hard to dissect, you know, true bypass versus buffered bypass more than once. <laughs> and I know we have more than once. So it's nice to get into yeah. the, the, the more player stuff and talking about just musicality in general. And I, I, I get a kick out of that. That's that's good stuff. Good, good stuff. Hey, speaking of shoes, I got to throw a shout out real quick. Um, I don't know if I'm supposed to announce his full name or not, but a listener named Mike works over at Nike and uh, he listens to the podcast and uh, he sent me a brand new pair of Nike shoes. Oh, Mike. 
So you I, forgot one of us. Big thanks to oh. <laughs> <laughs> my Mike Blake wears shoes as well. I do, and I live <laughs> in the the Portland metro area. I will drive to acquire said shoes. Can I at least get into the employee store? That'd be cool. I'm just kidding. But anyways, I'm just kidding, he, Mike, don't worry he, about it. He sent he sent me a free pair for I, I guess you know for Christmas or just for doing what we do. And I appreciate it. You know what, Blake, I'm going to send you my right shoe. I'll keep the left and, uh, we'll just call it. They're like friendship shoes. When you, when you, yeah, friendship shoes. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) Some have friendship bracelets. We have friendship. And every year at NAM, we'll get together and put our toes together with our friendship shoes. (laughs) There you go. And everyone's going to wonder why we have two different shoes on. And then until they see us (laughs) in person, like, ah, (laughs) Oh, now it all makes oh, sense. Oh, they're just really weird. Okay, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Speaking uh, of really so weird, uh, you mm-hmm. when you, you you know you you've threatened for years, and I know you've got a ton of stuff going on. But now that the terraforms out and and all that jazz, when are you coming to Portland? Oh, Andy and man. I want to hang you out know, with you. I was- I was thinking about that this week because I, I literally on my refrigerator, I have in like big letters. Well, first of it, said, the first thing it says, get passport, like in all caps. Well, yeah. And then it says, um, I know it says visit Portland, visit, um, I'll shoot, JHS is in Kansas City, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Visit Kansas City, uh, visit Keeley, visit Anderton's. And visit the, that pedal show. Oh man, you got to so, go to that pedal show. I'm not even yeah, sure so exactly it's, where it's, they are, but you got to go there anyway. I know they're in the it's UK. On, it's on the refrigerator list of things to do. So it is going to happen. I wish I had a good time frame for you. You know, you know a part of the problem is like I'm such an introvert with things. It's so comfortable just to be sitting in my own cave. You know? <laughs> You ever, you ever get that where you're just like, well, you probably don't because you're more extroverted than I am. But for me, I'm like, it's just so warm and cozy in my little cave, and the door's shut, and it, no one can see me from outside, and I'm all alone with all this guitar equipment. I do, and they can do whatever I want. I do. I mean, don't get me wrong. That is uh, one of the great joys in life. I'm not going to argue with that. But I, I personally get a little bit. I, I get a little bit cooped up. I get a little. I'm like. I, I, I'm finally, I know this is going to sound weird to some people because for some people, this is their dream vacation, but I'm finally excited about Nam this year. I was dreading it for a while and now I'm like, I'm, I haven't been anywhere in a, in a while. I, I, I'm actually excited about this. So I know that'll wear off really quickly after I'm completely exhausted, but <laughs> I'm actually excited about this year. So I'm, I'm yeah I I don't know I I do like my cave I love I love being in the shred shed and kind of nerding out for hours but I also I also like to change my surroundings so you know I like to change my surroundings just my surroundings inside my cave which is why you see my paint always changing (laughs) (laughs) yeah I get that (laughs) I'm like I need a change I could go somewhere else oh no 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 no, I'll just paint the walls. <laughs> you know, I I buy a new rug. I, I was giving Josh some uh, some crap the other day from JHS because he snuck into Portland, uh, did something with Paul Gilbert and Andy, and then bailed before I had a chance to to pin him down and get pizza. Uh, he 
I, I mean, I know that's how most business trips goes, and I'm assuming that's what that was. But he, I seen him here in Portland doing something. He posted on Instagram, and I texted him. I was like, dude, you got to come by. And he's like, I'm on the plane. I'm like, oh, you sneaky guy. But sometime Josh is going to come by the shed, and we're going to do some some nerding out. So that will be that will be a good time. Yep. Um, that would be a lot of fun. I, I know. Isn't he making a Paul Gilbert signature pedal or something like that? Uh, maybe. I don't know. I thought I saw something about that on his Instagram or on the JHS Instagram. I thought so. Oh, maybe. Well, that would make a lot of sense. Well, or maybe we weren't supposed to talk about that. Sorry, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I I don't know. I actually that would that would be the that would make the most sense in the world if he was there. With Andy and Paul, that would uh, that would make a lot of sense. Oh, I forgot to tell you something I got for Christmas. It's, okay. it's I, I posted it on Instagram again, but uh, my parents made me a sign because my dad came out here one time and opened the door while I was recording, and it obviously interrupted the recording session, and it's not the end of the world, but it's a little bit of a pain to go back and edit that stuff. Uh, he made me a sign that on one side it says Shred Shed, and then you flip it around and it's a recording sign. So like, stay out. And I'm like, oh, that's so genius. <laughs> I, I've needed one of those for years and never thought I was always going to get a light. And I was like, oh, I'm going to have to run a run some power to it and blah, 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 blah. Oh, this is such a better looking and simple solution. It's kind of it's kind of cool. Yeah. Th- so that's what that's actually what I had. Not a sign. That sign is pretty cool. I think I saw a picture of that on Facebook or somewhere as well, which looked really good. But I have a stoplight, a full-size stoplight. Oh, you do? It's wired up to a switch. Like yeah. an intersection? Like like an intersection stoplight. Yeah, like a four-foot-tall stoplight. That's that, awesome. Yeah. So, <laughs> But um, I quit using it because I found out that my, my kids, they would come over and they'd be like, Hey, Dad, light's on. Are you busy? <laughs> like, like, yeah, yes. yes. That's, that's yes. why the light. <laughs> yes, I it's Hence the light. Hence the light. Uh, yeah, op- opposite effect. Yeah, that didn't really work out, did it? <laughs> so now, I mean, I don't know. I turn on every now and then just for nostalgia. And plus, you know, the kids think it's still funny that I have a gigantic full-size stoplight outside of the door. I think it's awesome. But <laughs> I love things like that. The question is, I and I got it for, I think my wife got it for me for Christmas or something. And I'm like, how did you steal this? Oh, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. She didn't. It, it was an old one that they were getting rid of. Sure. Blah, blah, blah. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I can just see Amanda out there with a pipe wrench. Just <laughs> like, well, this intersection's not, nobody comes here anyway. It's just and a, 30, a 35 foot step ladder in the middle of the floor. <laughs> <laughs> I do see some graffiti sometimes and I'm like, how did, how did you get, get there? <laughs> I do the same thing. Like, how does that work? Is it like one person on another person's shoulders on another person's shoulders on another person's shoulders or like over an overpass? Like, well, this is, I mean, I kind of want to just see some of it in action just to understand how it works. (laughs) I wonder if there's any YouTube videos on that. I don't know. It's probably someone has like this big bucket truck, you know, like they use for like phone wires. Uh All that sort of a thing. graffiti maybe truck. So. <laughs> yeah, that's right. They just bought an old bucket truck and like, I got an idea. Let's go paint all the stoplights around town. <laughs> yeah, we'll paint them black. That'll be good. <laughs> That'd be funny. <laughs> oh man. Uh, but not really. Not, not, not really. really. No. 
Well, do you have anything you'd like to leave the listeners with for 2019? Yeah, that's, let's see, for 2019. Well, other than uh, me begging and pleading to get 100,000 subscribers, uh, not really begging. That sounds like I'm desperate. I'm not really desperate. I just think it'd be cool. Anyways, my point is I really don't have that much other than um, I am excited to go in the next decade. I'm curious to see what AI is going to do in the gear culture, the guitar gear culture. Mm -hmm. I think that'll be interesting if we're still alive. (laughs) Robots don't uh, kill us. (laughs) Right, right. By the way, uh, if they're listening to this, I love robots. Just saying. Big fan. Um, big fan of robots. Mm-hmm. And um, and I wish you no harm, robots. I wish, I wish you no I think we could be good friends. Yeah, yeah. That's that's what I would like to say. <laughs> I think that's probably, right, you guys, that's probably a reasonable request. Yes, uh, robots, please don't kill us. Uh, but I just want to, I just, I don't have anything really. That's that crucial, but just thank you to all the listeners for tuning in and putting up with this nonsense and seemingly enjoying it because <laughs> it's 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 crazy to me to think of how many people actually listen to this show and listen to Tone Mob and engage with us uh, over all this stuff because it's 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 been a lot of fun, it's been a lot of work, but it's it's also just. Uh, you know, it's just a big thank you because we it's kind of a privilege to be able to do all this. So it really is. I, and I'm still astonished when someone says, hey, I listen to your podcast. My my re- answer is legitimately like you do. Yeah. Like, and what? <laughs> really? Why? Why? There's so many good ones. Why would you do? Why would you do that to yourself? <laughs> Have you tried searching for others? I'm just curious. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you ever heard of hardcore history? It's really an educational and very well, well put together. No, it's a, it is a, it is a, it's, it's crazy to me to think of how, I mean, and we've, we've, you know, occasionally we'll check in on the charts on iTunes and stuff and we're like, what are we doing up there? (laughs) Like what? Yeah. How did, how did that happen? Yeah. It's, and it's, that's because of you guys. So it's a big thank you to, to everybody that tunes in. Very much. Yeah. Very much appreciated. We would, if it weren't for you. But we'd probably just be doing this on the phone rather than recording. Yeah, it. exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, all right, that's all I got. Uh, I'll. Uh, oh, I gotta throw a dad joke in okay. here. I'll talk to you next year, Blake. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do you one better. I'll talk to you next decade, Brian. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Chasing Tone podcast. As always, if you have any comments, questions, or concerns. You can email podcast at wamplerpedals.com, and that goes straight to me. If you like this podcast, make sure to share it with your friends, bandmates, others in the guitar podcast, basically anyone you think might like it. If you'd like to show your support for the show, the simplest and free way to do that is just go to the iTunes store or your favorite podcast app and leave a positive review. You can also check out wamplerpedals.com, which is, you know, my website, and uh, see if anything floats your boat on that. Thanks for listening. I'll talk to you next week.